Welcome, friends and fiends. This is your host, film critic and comedian, Nate Wyckoff. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting giveaway that Warner Brothers Discovery and Colton Classic Films LLC has put together to build your 4K Ultra HD film collection on digital. We are giving away four codes which contain digital 4K Ultra HD versions of Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke. These are films that you absolutely must know as a film buff. You can get this code by being one of the lucky four people we pull from our newsletter list. So go to coltonclassicfilms.com slash newsletter and give us your email and your name and we'll sign you up for the newsletter and we will enter you in the competition. That's all you got to do. So please go ahead and do that. The contest ends on April 30th and we will send out the winning codes on May 1st. Thank you so much for being a listener. And here's your episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast. Welcome, friends and fiends of the pod, to another episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast, the podcast where we usually bring you two thematically linked films, one mainstream and one cult, and talk about them both. But today, we have a very special episode. I have with me two of the members of Bond vs. Godzilla podcast. They are an awesome podcast, which I enjoy, which you can check out on YouTube. We'll give you all the links. Uh, but they usually talk about a James Bond film and a Godzilla film, sometimes two Godzilla films, you know, switch it up. Uh, as we like to do here on the pod as well. But with us, we have Cruz. How are you doing, Cruz? Doing awesome. Thanks for having us. Of course. And we also have Jacob. How are you doing, Jacob? Oh, doing great. Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, and there's an additional reason to have you guys on besides the fact that we love your podcast. It's also because you guys are doing bad news from outer space at the Palm Springs Cultural Center. You've done a couple of shows. You've got another one coming up on April 9th. Why don't you tell us about bad news from outer space so it's our personal love letter to mystery science theater 3000 and riff tracks where we've been huge fans of them for years and last year the cultural center was asking us to come up with something creative for a summer program and we're like well we haven't had stand-up comedy here and we don't have an audience to have bad movies coming in um, so why not combine both and see if there is an audience out here that has an appreciation for that and surprisingly we got a lot of people for all three shows that were both fans of Mystery Science Theater and who had never seen this kind of stand-up before. So we we're very happy to be coming back this year with a second season. Yeah, I'm and I'm excited too. And for those of you who are local to Palm Springs, definitely check it out. Tickets are great. I think it's like $5 yeah. or something. Very Don't affordable. Too much for these horrible films. Well, and that's the thing. You also get to see these on the big screen, which isn't a yeah. very common occurrence. And we also are joined now by Charles. How are you doing, Charles? Doing good things. How are you guys doing today? We are A-OK. Uh, okay, so uh, I want to talk first. Let's talk about the pod. Uh, how did Bond vs. Godzilla start? It was a combination of sheer boredom from quarantine <laughs> and the fact that I realized that um, our other co-host of the podcast uh willie crook and jacob had seen all the bond films and i'd seen all the godzilla films so we're like okay we need something to unify us during this boring and terrifying time so let's make this podcast and it's been going ever since that's great and of course colton classic films we know all about quarantine podcasting as well it was sort of <laughs> podcasting boomed during lockdown and we all know why it's something that most of us have access to to create 
And it's just a way to get out there, especially when you're locked behind room. In fact, we're not in the same, none of us are in the same place at the moment. So yeah. this is the wonders of technology. Yeah, the, the amazement of the modern world in which we have nothing better to do. So let's just listen to each other talk all the time. <laughs> right, right. And well, what's amazing about it is learning then that other people want to listen to us talk is sort of mind blowing, but I appreciate it. We love our listeners. A few, few years into doing this, and that still boggles me that there are still people out here that want to listen to my nagging opinions on things. Yeah, I love what I love is, uh, and and please, listeners, write in info at cultandclassicfilms.com. We love to hear your uh, opinions. I especially love the hate mail. You can send that directly to Tad here at info to cultandclassicpodcast.com because people end up having their favorite. Uh, you know, their favorite people on the pod. And oftentimes I find their favorite people are the ones that they disagree with most vehemently. Uh, hmm. We had we had filmmaker Chris Siever on here who came on essentially at the beginning just to just to um, deny a point that I made about a movie of it. And it was great. Uh, but yeah, so Bond vs. Godzilla podcast. When you guys, you guys are, first off, where can people find Bond vs. Godzilla? Uh, if you go on YouTube and type in Bond versus Godzilla podcast, then you'll find us there. Very nice. Very, very good. Uh, easy to find. I also found this is an interesting thing. And I don't know if you guys have talked about this. If you just do some nice Google detective work on Bond versus Godzilla as well, there are treatments for crossover movie uh, flicks, which are quite fascinating. I would love to, to, to hear those reviewed at some point as well. So um, Bond versus Godzilla transition to uh also hosting bad news from outer space you guys have a movie uh, bad news from outer space at the cultural center coming up that you're going to riff on april 9th what is that movie why did you choose it it is night of the lepus the cuddliest giant monster movie ever made about giant rabbits uh, rampaging arizona in the 1970s uh we chose it because we Naturally, we try to find films that are going to correlate with something and have an excuse to bring us back. We didn't want to wait till the summer, so we're like, okay, well, Easter's coming up. Mm -hmm. It's a horrible giant rabbit monster movie. It's Year of the Rabbit, Easter. This is the best way to celebrate it, in our opinion. Yeah, it's kind of the trifecta, you know. Uh, it's it's and this is so I love. I love Night of the Lepus. Uh, it has one of my favorite people in it, DeForest Kelly, who of course, of course, played uh, McCoy uh, Bones right. from the original Star Trek. This is one of his. That we have plenty of. Uh... Damn it, Jim! I'm not a this blank. I'm a duck. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, it, it's 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 great to see him, and it's it also has like it's sort of a buffet of 70s names and 70s even at the time kind of washed up. Like you have Rory Calhoun, Janet Leigh, Stuart Whitman. Uh, it's it's kind of wild. Also, I will just show this, just throw this out there. If anybody has a one sheet, the original one sheet for this movie, it has the best, most insane. You do? <laughs> I got Bruce one does. from Australia for our show. It is, it is wild. It is one of my favorite posters of all time. It is, it is one of those that has almost nothing to do with the actual film itself. Um, super. Is it the one with the eyes that kind of melt down, or yeah, is it the one with photos? There's several. Perfect. It's 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 brilliant. Uh, regardless, love it. Absolutely love it. And now the Lepus. Lepus is, of course, I believe the the Latin genus, right, or something along those lines yeah. for rabbit. Yeah. Uh, and it is it is literally about giant rabbits, and they use. Oh yes, it's beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Uh, I and and also those listeners, you can check out this on video eventually when we upload it. But also, Bond vs Godzilla will upload the video of this episode to YouTube. So if you want to see all of our smiling 
faces, you can check that out. Okay, so tell me about the setup, because we here at Cult and Classic Mills Pod, of course, lovers of Mr. Science Theater Rift Tracks. We even had Mary Jo Peel and uh, and and Bridget Nelson on here in the oh. past to talk to talk about movies um listeners can go back and check that out we we talked about um uh, two parental killer movies including so i married an axe murderer uh it is it is a fun time we love it tell us the setup at the culture center how did you go about setting this up and when people walk in and sit down what do they get from the bad news from outer space experience that's kind of a, a very humble welcoming uh we have a bar for anyone who would like to, you know, make it a little bit easier on themselves going through these movies. <laughs> uh, we have um, trinkets, goodies that relate to the films, um, wristbands. We've had sheriff badges, uh, cans of shaving cream for Ega when they <laughs> cover his face in shaving cream and he eats it. <laughs> uh, we're sponsored by Nothing Bunt Cakes. It's an amazing local company in the desert. So good. Yeah. And it's just a plethora of just endless bun cakes. Um, and then we have a TV set up with like a, a shrine of 70s and 80s sci-fi and horror books and movies. And we have Mystery Science Theater playing on the TV as well for people who are not familiar with it or they just want some nostalgia to kind of get them ready. And then from there, they'll go into the theater. We'll have our three uh, podiums set up with our scripts and the film on screen. And yeah, pretty much the same setup as Rift Tracks. And thankfully, it's... Uh, it's definitely difficult, but at the same time, easy to set up and something that practically costs us nothing because these films are really easy to acquire. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, and I got to say, it's there's so much room for riffing in our world because we don't we don't get as much as we used to. Riff Tracks has been very prolific and has done uh, you know more than than Mystery Science Theater uh, accomplished at that time, because it's as you said, they're also easier to produce because they're not they're not under a broadcast schedule right um and streaming rights and download rights are often more easily obtained than uh television broadcast rights so we get a, we get a lot we can but we don't get a lot of live riffing you know riff tracks does a couple a year which are wonderful and, and i'm sure we all check out uh but and then there's cinematic titanic occasionally does tours dumb industries is another one where a lot of alumni have been ducking in for some streaming stuff but there's a lot of opportunity for this kind of live riff performance. And like you said, it is a live performance. Like when we were used to watching Mystery Science Theater Riff Tracks, there's this added element when you're in the room, even if somebody kind of messes up or flubs like Riff Tracks, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Murphy flubs all the time in the live shows. And that's totally great because it's <clears throat> it's you're there. You're there with the audience and the audience reacts and feeds um, the, the process. So it's, it's kind of one of the reasons why we wanted to to do this show because it's the kind of show that you don't really often get to see you combining movies with stand-up it's it's so unique and you know you can't just sit around and wait for rip tracks to come to a theater near you we'll bring it to you in our theater and that live element of it um is you know it, it brings that extra dimension like you said we'll often do like small little like throw away and trivia at the beginning of the show and we'll throw you a, a goodie bag with some stuff in it sometimes. And, mm -hmm. you know, occasionally we'll, we'll make a mistake. And then, you know, we've, we've gotten to the point now where the three of us are so in tune to each other's <clears throat> comedy that should one of us like make a mistake, that's a perfect opportunity for like the guy next to us to rib us and give us a hard time and allow the audience to laugh at that. So it does create this dimension, this feeling that, 
yeah, this movie is horrible, but we're all in it together. <laughs> and there's this, there's just something about hearing an audience like laugh or groan at like a bad joke or a poor taste, poorly yeah. tasted joke that just really, really adds to the experience for us as well. For sure. And I, and like you said, and it's kind of getting to that point. It, it, in, there's an element of improv to it as well. It's scripted, of course. And you would, for the most of us, we would want it to be right because we've all been sitting in our living room and made funny quips at the TV. But if you were to film someone watching that, you quickly learn that those funny quips are usually few and far between for most of us. So when you script something, what's your process? I know riff tracks, they they watch the movie and stop it, pause it, write, rewind. Rock. Like, how do you guys come up with the jokes for your riffs? It's pretty much the same thing. We'll start off just hanging out at someone's house, get a bunch of pizza and stuff and just sit and try to survive the movie rewind and go back <laughs> and then i'll just be like okay guys break and we'll spend a couple weeks just on our own suffering mm -hmm. in our rooms staring at a screen going how do i make this scene of a helicopter taking off funny and then mm -hmm. we'll scene and um we go in blind when we do our first rehearsal we just go through the script see what everyone wrote and just respond naturally to what we wrote and we find ourselves laughing at everything that we've written um, and from there, we do it a couple more times until we perfected it and then unleash it up on the world. It take, that's it great. Several, I love it. takes several rehearsals to stop laughing at our own jokes. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> sometimes good, though. You know, there's there's that borderline, you know, some some stand, I've done stand up for many years and some stand up comedians do this thing where they are, uh, you know, never laugh at your own material because the audience won't laugh. And then others like Kevin Hart does nothing but laugh at his own material, you know, and it's there's this happy medium where you want your presenters to have fun. You know, if it takes a lot of work to have an effort or to have a persona that's not happy, you know, even in, in Mystery Science Theater, you know, the, they have the outer skit elements right where uh these these movies are being forced upon this hapless crew of watchers who don't want to do it but then when they're in the movie there's this element of joy and engagement of you know as you said uh, jacob i think you said you're surviving the movie together right you know yeah. you guys are uh it brings everyone to to the point where they're saying okay this is farcical let's let's just roll with it and I love the sort of organic process you guys have with everybody bringing scripts together because that is one of those things. It reminds me, and also with the gag bags and things, it reminds me of setting up a Rocky show, right? Which I know the cultural center is also doing a shadow play of, you know, you've got like um, every, there's a million callbacks and every different group, every different region has different callbacks. So when you come in, one of the great things about seeing a Rocky performance or shadow play you know is the audience participation you'll hear callbacks that you've never heard before after seeing the show for decades and some of them you'll hear the most vile repulsive and you laugh and you don't want to and you can't <laughs> help it and you'll never forget that riff um so i love that element when you so this is the one that you guys have for easter obviously perfect um i personally watch the south park easter pope episode every year that's my um <laughs> that is that is my easter tradition what yeah, is on what is on the horizon do you guys can you can you talk about what's coming up in addition to that for the summer is it still open is it under wraps well if we're successful for this easter show uh we're hoping to come back for three more shows in the summer uh the only real theme that we have is let's pick a film <clears throat> from each different decade so we can show the world that every decade has its own share of horrible films so, <laughs> i love that June, 
for June, we want to do Beyond Evil from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, July, we want to do I Come in Peace from the 90s. <sighs> and in August, right? <laughs> I love I Come you in Peace with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Is that what you're talking? Yes, of course. You come in peace, but you go in pieces. Yes, right, that is yeah. one of the most... Yes. Also anyway. known as Dark Angel, which isn't as good as I Come in Peace. No, I Come in Peace is, is the best title for that. Yeah. Uh, and, and you said August, you do have one for the uh, 2000s? Yeah, for the 2000s, we want to do Shark Attack 3 Megalodon. Megalodon. And you could probably get that one as well. I'm trying to think Shark Attack 3. Uh, well, anything with Tara Reid is always going to be a good time in the theater. Um, mm. Here's... <laughs> I, no, we now have, I'm still uh, thinking... John Barrowman is a star of that one. I think Terry to Sharknado. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Shark. That's right. So I haven't seen. I'm gonna have to check that out because I have not seen that one. Then, um, so I'm still stuck on Common Peace. I, I I beg you guys to give out uh, blank CD discs. That's exactly that. what we're gonna do. Okay, I beg, I beg. So we're if anybody try to has find as many AOL free hours of whatever. So beautiful. Absolutely love it. Uh, Yes. Okay. I is I my brain is just exploding on the Dolph Lundgren track right now. So when you guys, when you guys now at some point, I'm not going to say you'll run out of Bond and Godzilla content. It is still ever present. But have you guys thought about? Because for example, here at Cults and Classic, we release weekly, so we had to keep it very broad um, because we want to. We will always have stuff to talk about. You guys, I'm sure, will have stuff to talk about. But have you thought about what could exist beyond? Bond and Godzilla films, given the fact that, especially Bond, there is a limit to the amount of films that they have thus far. Yeah, I mean, we've, I mean, you, you, you say that we've actually um, already hit that limit uh, in right. the recordings. The episodes are the episodes aren't uh, all out yet, but we have uh, we we've hit we've hit the end of Bond, and there's a very only select few Godzillas left that. Uh, that we're going to do so in terms of the scope of the original project we are at the tail end of things um the, the whole thing started as a, as a passion project between us You're like hey uh you know just two nerds shoving their greatest love down each other's throats as <laughs> nerds are wont to do that's uh, true so that that original scope of it i mean is essentially mission accomplished at this point, you know, I've successfully turned these guys into Bond fans and they've successfully turned me into a Godzilla fan. So mission accomplished. Uh, in terms of what's next, we've had some idlings and discussions between each other of like, like, oh, uh, uh, are we going to continue on? Uh, currently things are kind of standing in an odd place because uh, uh, we're not all going to be local uh, mm -hmm. for much longer by the end of the year. We have... Uh, 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 we have people that are, you know, kind of moving on to the next chapter of their lives. So, you know, it's kind of a things where like, we're, we're kind of, we're, we're playing with the ideas of like, oh, hey, what, what wouldn't be fun if we continued? But I think um, right now we're still kind of just focused on that initial goal finish line that we set mm -hmm. for ourselves. And we are right at the threshold of crossing that. And then it's kind of at the point of like, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's next. For sure. Yeah, we have uh, two Godzilla films left that are going to be paired with the Kingsman films because Jake feels that they're yeah. the natural progressions to go to. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is supposedly a new Toho Godzilla film coming out at the end <clears> of the year, <throat> which will correct. be paired with the last Kingsman film. So we have ideas for side missions. We want to do uh, Goldeneye paired with Godzilla video games. I was uh, going to say, the, the video games are yeah. rich content. Yeah. 
uh, I also Uncle, and then there's like the original Rodan. There's other kaiju films. So that's there's right. Quality, but we're happy with I... the complete podcast. Sure, sure. And that I I res- totally respect that. It's also sort of more of a seat. You know, it's a seasonal. It, it, a limited engagement is not a bad thing. Uh, right. I will also pitch. <clears throat> The animated series, such as the original uh, American Godzilla film animated series and uh, Bond Jr. I've been wanting Check to show them now. James Bond Jr. forever now. <laughs> I, I, it's, I said this exact thing. Like, like, why aren't we pairing James Bond Jr. with Godzuki? Well, come on. Exactly. you got to have Godzuki. Um, yeah, I, I, there's, there, are, there are limitless things. Uh, and I think, that, I think that as what we've discovered from Colton Classic Films is that there is truly a limitless supply. You know, you guys could always do the many Turkish James Bond films. Um, there's, uh, there, there's, you know, uh, uh, Polgasari, the South, the, the North Korean kaiju film uh, created by kidnapped directors. There's all sorts of things. So uh, never end. And I will say this, Colton Classic Films podcast, we are all at different places. Uh, we we are rarely in the same place. So there's a chance, but I would love to see what comes up in the future. So I want to give you guys a chance. Where podcast. can people pardon? I said, oh, well, one of the benefits of the podcast, thankfully, is that since we all work at the Cultural Center, mm-hmm. we can see these on the biggest screen in Southern California. So yeah. in the events that, you know, one of us is missing, it will be kind of sad, but it is a, a one-of-a-kind chance to see both film series the way they were intended. And and that's pretty <clears throat> fantastic because, and also it's really, I, I mentioned earlier, but it's a huge benefit to these Rift things because we make fun of bad movies typically because we also love them, right? I mean, there's something inherently adorable and like really... It, it creates there's there's an attainability to a bad movie that is somehow relatable to to us and i think that's why people are drawn to them even when they're cringeworthy or when they're boring which is so often the case uh without riffs and getting to see them on the big screen is is wild because we are just not used to that i mean night of the leap is it, you know it, it premiered in like 1972 73 and to get to see it on the big screen that's one of the things i am super excited about because i have you haven't lived in my opinion unless you've taken the opportunity when presented to see bunny rabbits with red tempera paint on their teeth filmed with a a terrifying score in in complete close-up and also i will pose that this film is in many ways a kaiju film because they build these you know these elaborate tiny sets and have rabbits just run amok in slow motion through them there's also a great scene with a half rabbit suit and and a mauling by a person in a rabbit (laughs) suit which is pretty great it makes uh it makes um seth green's werewolf on buffy look realistic um so thank you guys so much for for that one jake do you remember it when we see that costume oh yeah no uh yeah i i remember it yeah (laughs) It's it's one of my favorite. No, I'm 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 not I'm obviously not going to say here, but I think the the moment when the rabbit costume comes up is probably one of my favorite jokes in the entire oh. thing. So oh, it's yeah, so it's same here. <laughs> Although my my condolences go out to the person who had to wear a rabbit suit in Arizona of all places. Sure. 
Yeah, I, I one of these days I'm I'm looking forward to filming like a, a, a Bigfoot film out here in the desert just so I can uh, get real sweat coming through a Bigfoot costume. I think it'll be very, very uh, biologically accurate. So thank you guys for being here. Where can people find you if you want to be found? So your they, handles, et cetera. You can find us at a Bond versus Godzilla podcast on YouTube. Uh, for my personal work, you can go to cruisemore.com or youtube.com slash separate way. Jake? Uh, yeah, uh, honestly, I don't really have much of a uh, uh, social media footprint. Um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I currently have personal projects in the work that are still in the planning phases. Uh, I have not gotten into the phase yet of setting up the platform where there's a going. So for, for the time being, uh, uh, I'm kind of in the dark. So uh, instead, I was just going to point the finger over at Cruz, watch Cruz's stuff. It's really good. <laughs> Great. Charles, do you have anything? Do you have anybody uh, you want anybody to follow you? Um, honestly, at this point, Cruz is still the best uh, focal point to follow me on. Uh, yeah, I tried talking <laughs> that. My, uh, my, my social media footprint is quite neglected, and I don't plan on fixing that for some time. So for quite a while, Cruz will be the best way to find me for a while. Well, and that's okay because Colton Classic Podcast and Colton Classic Films uh, utilize everyone's spare space online. We post incessantly. So check us out at Colton Classic Films on Instagram and Facebook, Colton Classic Films and Colton Classic Podcast, and on YouTube, Colton Classic Podcast. We will be running this video episode eventually, but uh, it will also go up on the Bond vs. Godzilla podcast. So you guys can catch us there much more quickly. And thank you all for listening so much. Please go to the Palm Springs Cultural Center website and uh, book your ticket for the April 9th show of Bad News from Outer Space, a live riffing of Night of the Lepus from 1972, starring the one, the only, the much-missed DeForest Kelly. I consider him the star. I know he's not the star, but he is star enough for me. Thank you all, and please rate, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Wherever you get your podcasts, uh, do the same for Bond vs. Godzilla podcasts on youtube and if you have any questions email us you know complaints hey i hate the sound of your voice uh hey do this movie hey where's tad i like when he curses whatever write us to at info at colton classic films.com if you write a review on a podcast site uh please take a screenshot send it to us via email or instagram and we will send you a swag bag i promise it is real swag it is not just garbage that i shoved in a box although i guess that's that what we give away yeah, I was going to say, you know, it is, I guess it depends on how much you, you like pins, buttons, stickers, et cetera. So Jay, Jay, my, we, my pins are not garbage. I wasn't talking about your pins. I was talking about like the shaving cream and crap. Oh, well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's garbage. Hey, there's AOL discs. I heard you can insulate your house with them. So there's definitely some, <laughs> some use there. Thank you all so much for listening to this special episode of Colton Classic Films podcast. And to play us out, as always, is The Chud with All About Evil. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Colton Classic Podcast. This podcast is important to me, but what's more important are the rights 
privileges, and freedom from violence of everyone in this country and in this world. And that means supporting Black Lives Matter. If you'd like to make a donation, please go ahead and visit coltonclassicpodcast.com where we have a list of places you can donate and help out. And please stay safe.